The Open Book on cliffcentral.com. It is a beautiful morning here on The Open Book. Can't believe it, but it's like already the 22nd of October. Yeah, just uh, how quick time flies. And uh, I was checking out my calendar today, and we are literally nine weeks away from Christmas, which means that we 10 weeks away to the end of the year. That's how much little time there is. And uh, so many things to do, but such little time. Um, and in my case, having been someone who went to the gym yesterday, it's so much weight to lose, but such little time. It actually kind of amazes me just uh, how packed the gyms are at this time of the year. Uh, people trying to look good for the summer holidays. And the question I always have is, I wonder how many actually succeed? Hmm? So, yeah, today I hope that uh, you and I will get the motivation that we need uh, to not only just look fantastic or to feel fantastic, but to really develop a healthy lifestyle. Because after all, this is God's desire for our lives, and that's what He expects of us. Uh, so my guest for for this morning, or on this podcast, are Gabelo Mabalane, who obviously needs no introduction to the SA audiences, and Pastor Tracy Nyamunda who also is a lifestyle consultant and a personal trainer. It's going to be hot. It's going to be happening. Keep it tuned. Our topic is health is wealth. Let's begin our show. When I first decided to do gospel albums, I was quite happy that I wouldn't have to worry much about my looks anymore. You see, within the secular market, there is a lot of pressure for one to look good all the time. The secular industry puts so much pressure on looks that if you gain a bit of weight around your waist, and media picks up on it, you could literally lose fans, sell less albums, and even be booked for less shows. Even Hollywood is a prime example that good looks matter more than talent. But there are of course exceptions such as Adele, Sam Smith, Aretha Franklin, Ruben Studdard, and so forth. But truth be told, those artists are not exactly your typical pop R&B artists. When Kelly Clarkson gained a substantial amount of weight, I mean, she had just given birth for goodness sake. The mean and nasty comments just started flying. If Asha, for instance, did his next music video after having gained 12 kilos, everybody would think that this is a fat joke. No pun intended. As a matter of fact, many people who are fans of these artists start to exert this pressure on themselves, trying to look like their favorite idol. They would rather be Kim Kardashian than to be themselves. My friends, You will never be Kim Kardashian, Boris Kojo, Angelina Jolie, or whoever else you want to be. All you will ever be, if you try to be like these folks, is a distorted version of yourself. Psalms 139 verse 14 says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That when God, in Jeremiah chapter 11 verse 29 says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future that your prosperity is fit for your uniqueness in how God has made you. My prayer is that today's topic will encourage you to be the best that you have been created to be, so that you can be able to reach your full potential in Christ. Our scripture for today is from 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, which says, My dear friend, I pray that everything may go well with you, and that you may be in good health, as I know you are well in spirit. God doesn't put pressure on us to all have a six-pack, but it does urge us to be in good health. Because as our souls prosper, so should our physical bodies. 
And so our topic for today is health is wealth. Stick with us right here on The Open Book, Cliff Central. The Open Book on cliffcentral.com. My first guest on The Open Book, health is wealth, is a good friend of mine, Gabelo Mabalane. Yes, sir. Kabelo is a musician. <laughs> he's an athlete. He's a ph- philanthropist. Sure, and uh, sure, sure, sure. most recently, he is the author of his autobiography called I Ran for My Life. So many things, boy. Don't forget father. Father as well. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, like on their Twitter, they'll write, uh, I'm a husband, you know, like, hus- you know, father to two and a husband to one. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks so much for coming thanks, on to the thanks show. Thanks for having man. me, boy. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so this book I ran for my life. Um, mm-hmm. Why did you? Why did you decide to write it? You know, I've, uh, I've, you know, I've, I've experienced amazing highs and amazing lows um, in the relatively short life that I've lived. Uh, I, I feel I've lived a really, really uh, a, a full life, and it was important for me to. Uh, document this, you know, this first half of my life because I believe my best days are ahead of me. Amen. Um, you know, the best is yet to come. So it was important just to document this. Uh, but I really believe that a part two and maybe even a part three yeah. is on its way. And the reason for, for, for documenting it is I really believe my story is, um, is an inspirational story of hope. Yeah. Inspirational story of, uh, uh, um, of, of further proving that God is in, you know, the restoration business and, 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 and God is a God of, uh, of, of, of grace and, and, and a second chance. Mm. I know there's many people faced with, um, the challenges that, 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 that I've overcome. Um, and, you know, I, I share the principles in terms of, you know, how I, how I overcame those principles and, um, they could apply it in their own lives. You know, yeah. by no means am I saying in the book that I've arrived and I've figured life out and, you know, come listen to me. I'm basically saying, you know, I've gone through a couple of things. I've worn quite a few t-shirts in my life. Um, if you're interested in, you know, getting to the next level of your life, you know, read this book and, and see how I did it. Mm. I mean, like, look, I know your story as a, as a bad boy. Mm-hmm. Bad boy turned good. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna's, Rihanna's, uh, Rihanna's album was called Good Girls, what? Good Girl Turned Go, Bad yeah, or something like that. Yeah, Good Girl Gone Bad. Yeah, Good Girl Gone Bad. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, just kind of having known the story, I haven't had the opportunity to, 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 I mean, the, the, the book only got launched last week. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we bought it, but sure. we're still gonna, you know, we're still gonna start, but I know the story. Sure. You know, you know the um, story. Yeah. You, you were there. <laughs> I should have written the book about you. <laughs> and, um, and you know, running, you know, running was a big factor of, um, of your life. That's mm-hmm. what the book is called. I ran for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get to that point? I mean, from, from, uh, from, uh, you know, from being a bad boy, from mm-hmm. the kind of lifestyle that you lived there mm-hmm. all the way that, you know, like you started running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, you know, when you, I really believe when you're not who you, you were created to be. Mm-hmm. You you will run out of steam because you're not really connected to the source of life that gives you the strength to be, you know, who you call to be. Yeah. So my transformation was because of I really just got tired. You know, I, I got tired of being uh, uh, this person. I mean, you know, the soundbite that you were t- that your soundbite before the show said, you know, if you if you're not going to be yourself, you'll always be like a, a second distorted rate, version of somebody else. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, and I really believe I was like a distorted version of. 
of a bad boy. Yeah, of <laughs> yo, I don't know who, you yeah. know. And I was like, this is not what I signed up for. You know, this, you know, I love music, I love performing. Um, you know, my mom and my dad instilled, you know, amazing principles in in in, in bringing me up. And I was like, nah, man, ish, this is not. This is not what I signed up for, you know. Mm. And, uh, you know, I took on running because I've always been an active person, you know, at, at, at high school. Um, and I needed to get back to that because I remember the kind of the feeling that came with that. Um, and obviously through the, the life that one lived, you know, drug abuse and promiscuity and, and whatever else, you know, you, I, I kind of let go of, of, of myself physically. Mm. Uh, I went through a, phys, uh, you know, a spiritual transformation and I really felt, and, and because of that spiritual transformation, it transformed my every, every part of my being, you know? Mm. Uh, but running was kind of the easiest thing uh, to take up. Uh, hence, you know, the title of my book, I ran for my life. It's both literal and figurative, basically talking about the things that I've run away from. That, yeah. that would have potentially derailed, you know, me arriving at my destiny. And I'm running towards the things that will help me, you know, arrive at my destiny. And yeah. besides, I see life as an ultra marathon. You know, when you read the book, you know, my, my, my life story runs parallel to my experience in running the Comrades Marathon. Yeah. And I believe that life, life is like a Comrades Marathon. Life is not a sprint. Um, you know, it's, 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 no one, no one cares who's coming first after 10 kilometers in comrades. Mm. You know, the, the, the real heroes are the guys who are still standing at the end of the day. You know, and I really believe that that's what life is about. Yeah. Mm. No, that's great. I mean, cool. you know, the thing is obviously <coughs> running is not the, running is not the only exercising that you do. 100%. You, uh, you, you do sweat 1000. Sure. Uh, do you do, I mean, like, there are no weights in sweat 1000, right? There are. I mean, yeah. yeah, they, they kind of, you know, find their way in there. But, um, I, look, I'm a, I'm just a, you know, call it a fitness fundi or junkie. Yeah. You know, I love anything that's, anything that challenges the body, you know, yeah. kettlebells, running, uh, sweat 1000, high intensity interval training, you know, long distance running, anything. Cause I just love how the body works, the biomechanics of the body, mm. the science of, of, of sports nutrition and how it actually, uh, 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 you know, helps the body go further. Yeah. I love seeing the body go from, you know, one state of, you know, of just one state of being to another state of having improved mm. and being more efficient. You know, I really believe it's, um, it's a really, uh, it's a, it's an amazing experience seeing that. Yeah. Mm. So how has, I mean, like, how has training sort of, um, sort of helped you in changing your life? Because this, so this is something that you, that you obviously started doing mm-hmm. at the, um, at the beginning of your change, you know, sure. from, from bad to good. Discipline, mm-hmm. um, definitely taught me the discipline. Um, right. And that discipline just, you know, also made me realize that, hang on a second, you know, if I can improve my comrades time by, <clears throat> two and a half hours and that's just purely because of you know the fact that i applied myself if i apply myself to anything else in life surely i will succeed yeah you know so it's 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 really helped me it's really helped me a lot yeah and why should it i mean like why should it matter to christians to to apply themselves in in physical training look um you know off air we were talking yeah. and um you know, I, I, I quoted a scripture, third John two. Yeah. You know, beloved, above all, I pray that you prosper and are in health, even as your soul prospers. You know, beloved, I pray that you prosper. 
you know, mm-hmm. across all fronts and are in health. So yeah. health, health is very important to, you know, to God. And even as your soul prospers, so your mind, mm-hmm. um, um, your, your mind is also precious to God. So I, that's, that's pretty much my, um, you know, that's my, I don't want to call it a mantra, but that's my goal to yeah. prosper on all fronts, financially, relationally, psychologically, physically, spiritually, you know, uh, because that's who we created to be. You mm. know, we, we created to be these, 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 these forces of nature that, 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 um, that, that just scream of God's, uh, uh power and, 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 mm. and magnificence, you know, and that's who I really believe we're called to be. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, like, that's all right. That's why our, our topic today is, is health is, health is wealth. Whenever yeah. people hear the name prosperity, you know. It's only to the, of only the pocket. Think, yeah, of yeah. the pocket. Um, I mean, but, there's a lot of poor, rich people. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know, the, and there's a lot of people who are spiritually sound, but because their health is failing them, they're actually poor. That's so true. I mean, how yeah. many people do you hear who are, who are, who are rich, who obviously have a, have a, have a terminal disease and mm-hmm. no matter how much money mm. they have, mm-hmm. they absolutely, I mean, like they absolutely just cannot cure that. Sure. And I think, and I think from that, we can really just learn to be grateful mm-hmm. for, um, for, for the health that we have. Mm-hmm. And we need to see ourselves, um, as, as being rich because of that. 100%. But you also, you know, we, 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 because we, you also don't want to be physically fit and strong, but financially, you absolutely. know, you know, prospering, all fronts, you know, yeah. all fronts. All you friends. know, I mean, what good is it to, you know, to have, you know, 8% body fat, you can run a marathon <laughs> in under three hours, but you can't pay your bills. You no, know? you're right. So it's, it's, it's on all fronts. Because I mean, like even to be able to do that, um, you need, you know, you need money to be able to run for that. Sure. Long, you know, sure. When you're speaking about nutrition 100%. and, um, and, and all of that. So, mm. so yeah, you know, so like, like, um, like Paul said, I pray that you may prosper mm. in all these fronts, all know? these fronts, in all these fronts. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's what we should always just be praying for. Definitely. I mean, yeah. we, we call to be that, you know, I mean, if we created in the image of God, God prospers on all fronts, mm. you know, yeah. And the word says, as he is, so are we in this world, you know, and we, we supposed to, you know, supposed to speak that in our lives, into our lives. And, 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 and that needs to be our reality. Mm. You know? And the funny thing, and the funny thing with, uh, with, 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 with training mm-hmm. is the fact that you have to apply. You know what I mean? Like, yep. for instance, there's no point in me saying, Oh, I bought your book, but I actually haven't read it. <laughs> You know, you didn't, you didn't write that book so that people, people could just have it on their shelves, it, you know, on their yeah, shelves. Um, yeah. I was listening to a sermon, uh, by, by, uh, by Pastor William McDowell. Mm-hmm. He said it's like people who go and buy those roller things, you know, those roller things for your abs. Yeah. yeah. You know, just because you bought it and uh, you put it <laughs> under, you can go to church and pray for as long as you want <laughs> and you can pray in tongues. Mm. But if you don't pick that thing yeah, up, if you don't you apply know, it. so stop praying sure. and start training. Sure. <laughs> In, and, and, and both, both literally and figuratively, yeah. you know, you've got to, it's the applied word of God, you know, mm. it's like, we've got to actually, got to actually do the stuff, you know, I always tease my friends like, ah, I remember at this fancy gym, they give you towels and they give you yeah. fruit afterwards <laughs> and they give you water and they give you this, yeah. and I'm like, you still got to run on the treadmill. <laughs> exactly. You still got to pick up It's not going to run you. You're going to have to run it. No. You're gonna I'm, have to run it. I mean, I make a joke and say, the day I become a billionaire is the day somebody helps me develop an app where I can get, you know, you know, 
maybe three or four or five like-minded people like myself who train very hard. Yeah. And you can actually connect that software into me and, and it's get, <laughs> it gets connected to you wherever you are. We'll do the training, but for a premium. We do the training, but you lose the weight. So wow. you make an appointment, you lying down somewhere and uh, in some pod, you know, at our studios, you lie down and then we, we do the hard work. I get a whole lot of people who love training and they get paid for it and then the other wow. people lose the weight. And isn't it funny that the more you do it, because like for instance, I was away from, uh, from, uh, from the gym for a bit, you know, mm-hmm. I do CrossFit, um, that's Which is my also good. exercise, no, that's, you know? CrossFit's so, amazing. Yeah, so I mean, I was away for a while and then like when I thought of coming back, I was like, hey, I don't know if, I don't know if I'll be, I mean, like, if I'll be able to actually, to actually make it through a session. Mm-hmm. But you know what? At that moment, I decided, okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to go regardless of how I feel. It's true. You know? Because the night before I was ready, Sunday, the next morning, I'm like, oh, but I'm tired mm. and I can't do this. Mm. And now, I mean, three weeks later, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. Mm. You know? Like anything, you know, it's the same applies with everything. I mean, let's prayer. You know, the, when you're like, okay, now I'm going to commit to this devotional discipline. The first day is like, oh, okay, it becomes, mm. you know, it's hard, but mm. like just with consistency and you persist, you get better and better, you get stronger and stronger, just like a muscle that you, you know, that you use, you know, continually get stronger and stronger, be it the mind, you know, be it the spirit, whatever that you, whatever mm. you continually do yields, um, uh, yields results, you know. Yeah, no, you're so right. And you know, later on, I'm going to, I'm going to be speaking to Tracy Yamuda, mm-hmm. who's, um, who's going to come here and t- actually tell us about, you know, just tell us about, I, I guess, health mm-hmm. in just, um, in just general. And I believe that because God wants us to be healthy, that He'll provide us with the tool and He'll provide yeah. us with the joy of training. Sometimes yeah. we're like, yeah, but I don't know how I can enjoy mm. training. But the thing is, if you'll actually apply yourself mm. to that, after a while, you'll start enjoying mm. it. I don't know how it works. Mm. You know, I think it's an absolute, you know, like it's an absolute, it's an absolute ministry. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's an absolute mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but that's what it is. You know, you need to just, uh, just apply yourself to it and just get through that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, actually, as they usually say that the battlefield is in right. your mind Definitely. and that it is not you telling yourself those things, Definitely. but it is the enemy, it is the devil. Definitely. And the more you resist him by doing the things Definitely. that you, the battlefield of the you mind, know? <laughs> like, yo, you know, you've that thing. It works across everything. Yeah. If you lose the battle in the mind, I mean, I get people coming up to me. You know, be it is, be it about their careers wanting to get into the music business, mm. be it about them wanting to lose weight or become better people or whatever. You know, I always judge what their outcome will be with those first words they speak to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that also shows what's in, what's the, in mind. the mind. Because also out of the abundance of the heart, hundred percent. So then you, you you know whether you've you've won the battle, Mm. Uh, and the thing is, let let me also say, even if you're losing, but once you start speaking, that you know what this thing exactly, this thing is coming down. You know, it can be taking me out now, but it's coming down. I'm gonna make it. Joyce Ma always says, life is all about how big your one two is. If you want to be a better husband, if you want to make more money, if you want to be fitter and stronger, if you just want to be you know, prosperous on all fronts. You can. If you can't, it really means you don't want to. Yeah. How badly do you want it? Sure. So, Kabza, there are people out there who are like, yeah, but, um, you know, I don't have time. Or, um, uh, or I mean, like I all sorts of excuses. I disagree. 
Um, What's your training like? I mean, just like, so that they know. Let me, you know? I mean, you know, I'll, I'll share and just understand the principle. Yeah. yeah. How badly do I want this? Wednesday, ne? Mm-hmm. Wednesday is a uh, is date night say, with my wife. We were on set shooting the whole day yesterday. My call time was my call time was six o'clock. We shot the six a.m. Yeah, six a.m. We shot the whole day, mm-hmm. and then towards the end of the day, uh, at about three half past three, I finished my scenes quickly. I didn't plan to train, ne? Yeah, but. Uh, my, my, my wife carried on shooting We're like Okay we'll catch A movie later on I had about two hours You know From about half past three mm-hmm. To about half past five That I had idle And I quickly went for a Like an unplanned sweat class You know mm. So if you really want something You always you make, make time, time for, it. for it My father always used to say My late father always used to say There's no such thing As you don't have time You make time It's like people who love drinking They'll make They'll time make for it. Time. They'll make time for it. Whatever it is that you love doing. Whatever it is that you love doing. Yeah, whether you so love spending right. time with your daughter or whatever, you will make time for it if it's important to you. No, you're so right. You're you so know? right in that Like, I mean, I, I always say, you know what? Give me your diary. Come sit with me for an hour. Uh-huh. Give me your diary. Let me look at your diary. I'm telling you, I can find you an hour Every single day yeah. Or even half an hour Every single day Where you can go and train Yeah Because isn't it also amazing That when you want to study Because a lot of people Like actually they're like Yeah I want to study But then Ugh, I don't know if I have time But it's amazing How much time we actually spend In front of the In front of the TV Jeez, Time just chilling And I'm oh. talking about myself no, You know Because I keep saying I just need time to read my Bible Yeah But how many times Do I even just sit on my phone Sometimes yeah. I'm like Oh my word yeah. Half an hour's gone I'll watch and stuff That I've phone. watched Ten times before I mean, Gladiator still plays on DSTV. I'll watch it again. And I'm thinking, I could be, yeah. you know, I could have read the book of Joel. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got, I mean, like, look, you've got to watch. How old is your, how old is your daughter? She's seven months. Seven months, you mm. know, and that's not, and that's not easy peasy. Well, but thank you so much, man. I Dude. really hope that you can probably just stay, uh, stay with us. Yeah, I but can I actually. Okay, no, cool, I can. No, yeah, 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 I can. Well, I'm, after I'm, this I'm, I'd love to hear. What Tracy, Tracy has, has to say <laughs> Tracy is absolutely amazing No pressure Tracy So, uh, we like, so yeah we Tracy you can come in And we're going to chat with Tracy Nyamuda After this uh, This woman is amazing Sweet Choice Sometimes you have it And sometimes you don't AutoTrader gives you the choice Now you can shop Compare And buy new cars Watch our expert video reviews And research before you buy AutoTrader new car the choice is yours. This is CliffCentral.com. The open book on CliffCentral.com. Just got a WeChat from Nori Mac. Uh, Nori Mac says, Good morning, Loy Loy. Ah, come on now. I thought it was not to call the other lawyers, so, but I'll take it. Thank you. Good morning, Loy Loy. I love the show and hope you do too. I do very much, Nori Mac. And then he goes on to say, Please never leave Cliff Central. Well, I'll be leaving here in about an hour, but I'll be back again next week. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, every Thursday from 9 to 10, we're live. And um, if you're listening to us live, please, guys, just give us a call. Maybe you've got some questions. uh, Or you can send a WeChat, just like Norimac did. The number is 0861-555-189. Let me repeat that again. 0861-555-189. And we'll take your calls, and I'm sure Tracy... Nyamuda is going to have all the answers mm, that we'll try. <laughs> you need. Uh, Tracy is a lifestyle consultant. I'll ask her what that is in a bit. She's also a personal trainer 
and pastor of Go Christian Church in Centurion, Pretoria. With my husband. With you, yeah, yeah, with the husband. As a matter of fact, you know, I actually called your husband and, uh, because apparently he is a relationship expert. Yes, he is. Um, yes. and, mm. uh, and, and, and I'm when a I recipient him, of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So thank you so much for coming in. Thank um, you for having our, me. our topic today is health and mm. wealth. And I believe that mm. you've got a lot of, um, like I said, you've got a lot of experience in this, um, in this, you know, like in this field of, mm. uh, of health. Can you tell us a bit about it? Uh, yeah, well, I think it's an area of passion. And I think that when we understand and know certain principles, um, really can help us make progress in our lives. Um, like the, like we heard before. Um, I think, you know, you, people want to know, well, is health really part of the Bible, a Christian worldview? You know, like you, 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 you'd asked me, um, previously. Yeah. And of course it is. Of course it is. The Bible and Christianity must affect all of life. And so it definitely health is important. And the Bible is clear, you know, in a number of scriptures, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, that it says, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do to all to the glory of God. So uh, it's really important that um, I live my life out healthily so that I can be on earth. Because as soon as I'm unhealthy, that's my ticket out of here. So health is important. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. No, it didn't. But anyway, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I was getting ahead of myself. Anyway. But you know what I mean? Like I absolutely, I absolutely love that. Um, what was it again? First, one, one Corinthians ten thirty one, and it mm-hmm. says whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, whatever you do, do, do it all. unto the Lord. Yes, yeah, do everything. And and that doesn't mean I'm going to add my two cents worth in here. Okay, <laughs> that doesn't mean that whatever you do, whether it's good or bad, do it unto the Lord. Do you no. know what I mean? It means that whatever you do, it must glorify God. Whatever yes. glorifies God is a picture of who God is. Yes. So in other words, the standard of our eating and the standard yes. of our drinking yes. has got to match up. Yes. With the God that yes, we serve, you definitely. know, so people have got to look at the way that we eat. They need to look at the way that we drink and they've got to see God in that, yes, you know, exactly, um, yes. because they will see the God that we serve regardless. And we don't want to misrepresent the God that we serve. Yes. And, yeah. and 1 Corinthians six nineteen, I love that one, too. It says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Yeah. Whom you have from God and you are not your own. You're bought with a price. So the Bible is full of principles of stewardship. I need to steward my body. It's not really my own. Yeah. It's my earth suit that God has given me and I need to look after it. Cause like I said, as soon as I'm mistreated, I get sick. That's my ticket out of here. I can't yeah. actually fulfill my Psalm 139 purpose that you were talking about at the beginning of the show. Mm, it's not ours, it's God's. Mm. And we are, and you know, and the thing is like our bodies are, are, I mean, if we are the ambassadors of who he is, so everything that we are, um, has got to fully just, just represent him. Yes. Totally yes, love that. Yes. Um, did God, and it's a question that I asked you on the email, you know, because mm. what I usually do is that like I send, I send some questions mm-hmm. before so, mm. you know, we can make sure that we apply ourselves to what the mm. word says. Mm. Mm. Um, did God, so, so, so God, so does God give health rules, you know, like to his people? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is an interesting one. Cause or do these guide us, you know, is yes, it, yes. what is it exactly? I think, um, in terms of, God gives us principles and mm. if we look through the Bible, people take scriptures out of context and they proof text the Bible and in Genesis 1, people say God gave herb, herbs and plants to people to eat so therefore we must be vegetarian. Well, in Genesis yeah. 9, he says we can eat meat and then in Leviticus, they're unclean and clean foods and then in the New Testament, that no longer applies. So uh-huh. I don't think we could, God doesn't give us specific rules around thou shalt not eat this and thou shalt eat that but he gives us principles for yeah. instance i've got a few scriptures here that okay. galatians 5 the 
Holy Spirit produces fruit in our lives, which and one of them is self-control. So when I eat, I must be self-controlled. Mm-hmm. So the Bible speaks against gluttony. So when you you fall or just less than full, hey, that's a good time to stop. <laughs> you know, yeah. But what about to me? Like, what about the other ones? And there's also quite a quite a, quite a a question that's asked a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, um, I've got some, you know, I've got some guys who we always get into an argument in, uh, you know, like with on Facebook. But but it's always a nice, healthy argument. Mm. I get into those. Okay, I know they always say, don't get into those things. You know, guys will be like, yeah, but the Bible says that you know you shouldn't eat this and this and this. But you Christians, you go and you eat pork, but yet the and, and it's funny how they know all these verses. So what <laughs> I want to know is that after you have read the entire Bible, obviously having studied. This specific subject, yes. which is on health, mm-hmm. um, are are there any unclean or forbidden fruit? Um, I mean, like forbidden food that we should not partake of. Well, it's an interesting question, and it's important that we understand the law in the Bible. And there are about six different, six primary uses of the term law in the Bible, and one of them is the Mosaic law. Yeah. And the Mosaic law was given with Moses, and it was fulfilled in Jesus, and it's no longer applicable in terms of ruling, like rule that we have to obey. And these unclean and forbidden foods were part of that law, so it's actually no longer applicable. But I mean, science has shown that a lot of those foods are actually unhealthy for us. So mm-hmm. we, it's not that we don't, we can't eat them, but, you know, moderation, you know, too much pork is probably not good for you. <laughs> you yeah. know? This no, is right. good principles. Maybe that's why we live uh, so many, li- you know, like our lives are much shorter than <laughs> the guys, <laughs> the guys of days then, you know? Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I believe, I, I guess like, you know, like whatever God tells us, it's not so much for him. It's all, it's, it's actually for us, for us mm. you know? Mm. That's what mm. some of those, uh, some of those rules and those laws are. Mm. Um, is there, now, you know, getting into, getting into diets and stuff, mm. you know, cause there are all these different diets. Mm. Now you mm. can eat this. Mm. And then a new study comes out. It says that you oh. can't eat this. As and sometimes they conflict and sometimes they're opposite and you're like, yeah it like it just keeps on you know it it it, it just um it just keeps on changing. changing it's like it's like the uh the age of the world <coughs> at the moment you know it's a billion years old then it's three billion <laughs> and then people are saying it's six thousand years yeah. what is a perfect diet if there is such a thing no there's no perfect people i don't think there's a perfect diet i think they're principles healthy principles mm-hmm. and and i don't believe in diets because diets never work i mean you're gonna die crash diet this week you lose body fat you lose muscle your metabolic rate decreases next time you know next week your your body fat will increase it just never works you end up yo-yo dieting so i don't think there's a perfect diet per se but they're healthy eating principles that we should follow as much as possible. And hey, if you break it today, get up and continue. You know, we all attend birthday parties and so forth. So for instance, including all the food groups in your diet is important. So any diet or nutritional plan that cuts out a food group entirely, like cutting out carbohydrates or cutting out fats, it's probably unhealthy. So I'm a firm believer in balance, you know, (laughs) (laughs) balance, just be balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so fresh fruits, fruits and veg, very yeah. good, you know. Try not to cook with lots of oil, another thing. Um, glycemic indices, try and eat food that are low, foods that are low glycemic index, you know. Release sugar slowly into your bloodstream. Wow. Yeah. And you, but what's your, what's your diet like? Because yeah. it looks very healthy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> both of you look you know, very healthy. I, you know, for, for, I always say to people, you know, with, with doctors and dietitians, and you know, God bless their souls, you know, mm-hmm. we must never ever forget that they're practicing. You know, it's a, it's a practice. And, and that, 
you know, whatever, you know, whatever suggestion is, is given, I think it's, it's, it's such a like, when it comes to diet and the individual, it's such a like an organic thing that, you know, when you invested in it, you know, continue to find what works for you until you find what works for you. Mm. You know, to what works for you is not necessarily going to work for me because I have different physical needs with, you know, how, how, how I kind of, you know, train and whatever else, you know, and, yeah. and, and you have different and I have to find kind of what works for me. But like she said, you know, all food groups, you know, uh, in your diet are, are, are very important. And depending on what you want to do, you have to kind of work it out. I think people always want to just, Want a quick fix in terms mm. of what mm. works? Tell me what works so I can mm. apply it. You actually have to apply yourself and you know invest in the time and the knowledge to go speak to a you know a, a, a practitioner that will help you um, you know get to 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 the next uh, you know level. Mm. Mm. I want to mm. speak just about the you know the spiritual the spiritual side. Mm. Um, of, of obviously what we eat and, and, and what we drink. Mm-hmm. Um, some people say, some people say, I mean, like, well, before I do that, actually, let me speak about, you know, like, like alcohol, you mm-hmm. know, there's some people who drink. Mm-hmm. There are those who, who are totally against mm-hmm. it. All, and then you'll be like, yeah, but Jesus drank wine. <laughs> he didn't just drink it. He made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then you, you know, get those that say, well, he didn't make it. It was actually grape juice. It wasn't wine. Yes, you know, that's what come they up say. with interesting Exactly. Theories. Or like, no, actually, the wine of those days as well was so strong. And not everybody drank because only the kings and the queens drank, you know. And uh, that's why Daniel, you know, like he abstained from all of that stuff. What? Okay. I'm not going to ask what the truth is because, you know, but I'm asked like, I want to ask like, what is your view on, uh, on just, yeah, on just alcohol? Well, I don't think we can say, I would challenge anyone who says that the Bible says you cannot drink alcohol because I don't see in the Bible anywhere where it um, says thou shalt not drink alcohol. Having said that, mm-hmm. Proverbs is very strong, cautions yeah. a lot against wine and strong drink, 20. saying that it, yeah, Proverbs 20, 21, 23, 30. Um, so, and Isaiah 5 says, woe to those who, you know, pursue strong drink. Woe is like a, a term of destruction. Ephesians 5, Paul says, be filled with the spirits and not with, with be drunk with wine. So yeah. I think the Bible, it, it, on the one hand, it doesn't forbid it, but on the other hand, it cautions very strongly. Elders are not supposed to be given to wine and strong drink. Bishops, um, deacons are not supposed to be given to those things. So, but the question I have is in the current kind of society that we live in, South Africa, if wisdom is judged by a fruit, yes, in my opinion, mm. the Bible doesn't disallow it. But if I judge the, the fruit the of fruit alcohol of drinking outcome. in our culture, mm-hmm. is yeah. it good fruit? Like where is there good fruit? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like this. I mean, let's, I think what she, she's alluding to, listen to how balanced this is. This is in Proverbs 20 verse one it says, wine is a mocker, mm. beer is a brawler. Whoever is led astray by them mm. is not wise. Mm. Mm. So you can drink. But if you get led astray, which is what she's saying, mm. let's look at the fruit. Are mm. we being led astray? I think our society is being led astray. Mm, mm. Can is it possible to bring it back to a place where you can actually consume alcohol and the fruit is good? It's possible, I believe. Mm. With yeah. God, anything is is possible. But the fruit, unfortunately, hasn't been that spectacular. Mm. And you mm. know what? I mean, boy, you know, like what you did, for instance, was you totally abstained. Yeah. From, uh, from, from drinking mm-hmm. and, um, and for good reasons as well. I mean, for, for myself, I, you know, I had good morals. There are things that I didn't want to do, but as soon as I had too much to drink, then suddenly 
everything just flies out the window, you mm. know, then anything is allowed. It's so mm. much easier to even just walk up to someone and just say whatever <laughs> it is that I wanted, mm. you know, I wanted mm. to say. And some of the times you couldn't blame it on drunkenness because the damage was already, you know, like what was, was already done. Mm. So I mean, I, I firmly believe that like for anyone who's a new Christian, just try and abstain from as many things as possible. Do you know what I mean? Like that you're not sure of whether they're right or wrong. Because mm. once you get into that space, once you come, you know, like, um, once you come in the, in the, um, you know, like once you're sitting with those people, that might actually probably lead you, to, lead you to do the things that you've actually been trying, you mm-hmm. know, not to do. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's amazing how something that could actually, you know, like something that's good, um, because I mean, doesn't the Bible say that, you know, like that alcohol makes the heart merry or something like that? Yes. You know? And, and what Paul does told mean? Timothy, um, to take a little wine for his stomach when he was ill. The Bible mm. basically says, use it if you're ill, you know, if you're ill, if you need, if you, those who are in poverty, those who are in anguish, use it. Um, yeah. 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 It's balance, balance, balance. It's always balance, <laughs> balance, balance. And you know what? There are cultures, I think, like if I, we've got some British friends and they take wine or French people, yeah. they take wi- a Italians, glass of wine. Mediterranean They culture. take a glass of wine with lunch and that's it. They have a glass and it's that's true. it. And it's fine. And it's fine. And they're not being stopped. They're not being, you're not being led astray at that yes. moment in time. It's yeah. when you, you, you know, you, you cross the line. You know what mm. it is actually? I think it comes, I think it comes back to, to um to depending on something else to help you out instead of yeah. depending on God, you know, mm. yeah. because the thing is um yeah you know because it's the holy it's the Holy Spirit you mm. know what I mean like who who provides us with um with uh with with self control and mm. so on and mm. so forth. So the thing is like when you say Ish, you know what I want to have a drink so that I can be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It means that you are idolizing something else mm. to control the way that you mm. you know like the way that you perform. Mm. And it's sad because I think in a lot of social settings in our culture, alcohol is the glue. It's the glue yeah. that yeah. brings people together. Yeah. It's the, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. See, it feels a bit wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean exactly. Mm. I want to get to the, okay, now to the spiritual part, you know, fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times when I wanted to fast, but I was just on a diet and I wanted to go yes. to the gym, you know, and then <laughs> yes. I always wanted. <laughs> We laugh because I think we've all been there. <laughs> and I've always wondered, how is this going to affect, you know, how is it going to affect my body? You know, what is the best way to to fast and to, you know, when you want to fast and pray? Mm. Well, I'd be interested to hear what you, what you do. You know, you're my, running my, your... my, my rule of thumb is this. Yeah. It has to be fasting and praying. Mm. The, the two else it's just a bad mm. diet. Otherwise, it's just yeah. a bad diet. <laughs> it's a crash I, diet. <laughs> look, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I, God knows the heart. Yeah. Okay. He knows. Uh, he he knows when you're fasting to lose weight and want mm. to, you know. But for me, I'd rather say if you're gonna have the discipline of fasting and doing a Daniel fast, or whatever, and be and, be, and and it's because you want to lose weight and do a whole cleansing and whatever, pray as well. Mm. Yeah. You know, add mm. in that devotional discipline because mm. then you'll benefit from the, 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 the whole exercise, mm. you know. Mm. You know, Rick Warren wrote a book about, um, about, you know, going on a certain diet. Mm-hmm. You know, he said after having looked, um, at, at his life, he felt that he needed to do this thing. And, and such, uh, yeah, the book is called The Daniel, The Daniel Plan. Mm. And the whole thing is the fact that even, even the diets that you go on, I, okay, I, when I say diet, 
Um, I don't mean because I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's like, she's looking at me like, what do you mean? I just said no diet. <laughs> diet. <laughs> just live a healthy lifestyle. When I say diet, it's like, look, anything that you eat, that is your diet. Yes, you know, yes, so if I you're understand. eating unhealthily, you know, that's your diet. So he says that obviously when you want to go into a, into, into a diet, you need to constantly pray about that and you need to find people who, um, who are in the same mind as you so that you guys can, you know, like can encourage each other. Because even things like diet, we cannot do those things on our own. Uh, willpower can only take us so far, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and especially when we, when we want to live a um, a a healthy lifestyle. When 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 we want healthiness to mm-hmm. be a lifestyle, we're gonna need God, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of carry us to kind of carry us through that. So anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, back to fasting. Mm-hmm. Back to fasting. <laughs> what is your view? I think fasting is fasting is a spiritual thing, and it needs to be spiritual. It needs to be combined with prayer. Mm. Isaiah fifty eight gives some nice guidelines in terms of being outward focused as well, not just focused on me and my life, but doing things for the poor, for social, you know, for mm-hmm. social impact, which I think is great. Um, there are different types of fast. Alma Towns has written a, a number of great books on fasting. If people are interested in that, Daniel fast is a popular one where you eat just fruit and veg, and yes, there are health benefits to that. Like I was alluded to earlier Where your body detoxifies When you eat only fruits and veg And drink only water um, mm-hmm. If you're not going to eat anything at all And do a water fast I mean that's that's great too But your body will release toxins And you probably won't be able to train with mm-hmm. that You might lose a bit of muscle mass There are health there, you, you pay with your body for sure. what you want for the spiritual uh, results. My cautions would be if you're pregnant, if you're breastfeeding, if you're sick, be cautious about the type of fast that you do. You know, mm. don't go on a dry fast and you're pregnant or breastfeeding mm. or something silly yeah. like that. You know, if you're doing manual labor, pick your fast carefully. Do a Daniel fast mm. rather than a complete fast. If you're doing a dry fast, mm. don't go without water for more than three days. It's probably not healthy. So these are type of principles that you can pick up in these books, but it is a spiritual exercise. It's not a, 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 a way to get God to help you with your crash diet. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and I, and I think, like I said, you know, God God looks on the heart. Yeah, you know, there's certain things, and 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 it varies from individual to individual. That that you know that um, you know you are putting in place of God, and it could be it could be television. You know, it could be because I, I think fasting is is learning to put the flesh under, and it's not necessarily a food thing. Because, yeah. um, you know, it, for, for you, it could be television or, or being on your phone. And I really believe some people need, mm. you know, spiritual strength to switch their TV off and mm. focus on God and pray. You know, that time that you were going to be on your phone, you put your phone down and you go and pray. Whatever it is you feel you, it's taking the place of, of God in your life, you know, you stop that. And you pray. It's not. I don't think it's a. It's necessarily food, a food, food related. thing. You know, yeah. it's 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 learning to put the flesh under and de- and depending on the spirit mm. to 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 help you become, um, you know, closer to God mm. or, or 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 in fact spiritually stronger. That's mm. that's the main purpose of, of it, and it's not necessarily a food thing. I'd I'd like mm. to think. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, like, and you know what? And the thing is, you can. Uh, you can start, you don't have to like now because you're, you're feeling so radical, you know, <laughs> and you want to do something great. I'm going to go on a three day fast straight up and yet you've never fasted a minute in your life. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. So I think it's always about, I mean, you're saying that, you know, God looks at the heart. So start small, mm-hmm. you know, you don't always mm-hmm. just start big in order to make a big impact. And the, and the premise, I'm sorry to, you know, I'm passionate about this. The premise I really, that the premise that we need to always function from is that Jesus did 
everything. Amen. And we're not going to add to the finished work. Like even mm. if you even if you don't fast, there's the finished work on the cross. Um, um, is 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 part of your redemption package. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. There's nothing you're gonna do to coerce God to do for you that He hasn't already done. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just merely, f- you you know, the, the fasting is for you just to grow spiritually so that you can rest, learn yeah. to rest in this finished work of the cross. And to, I mean, like, and to control yourself and to put yourself under under submission. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure. From mm-hmm. yourself. Mm. Um, sure. A lot of the times. Mm. Uh, just also coming back to that point of like, you know, sort of start slowly. Coming back to training as well, you mm-hmm. know. Just because now, this week, you want to lose uh, 1.2 kilograms. Do you know that if you've never trained and you just do 20 minutes running, you will have a, yours will have a bigger effect than someone who's been training for, for years, who has mm. to probably be at the gym for, for two hours. So you must even know that just that little bit of you just taking that step forward mm. is actually going mm. to make a difference, mm. you know? Mm. So, um, so, and I guess, yeah, this kind of applies to everything. Mm. It's true. It's funny how we, you know, with principles, <laughs> you know, whenever you say you go to church and the preacher stands up, and maybe they start preaching about Psalm 23. It's like, oh, we know Psalm 23. The Lord is our shepherd. But the reason why it's being preached again is because, you know, a majority of the people haven't practiced it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> because these principles sound so like, you know, you have to start small. Um, mm. You know, principles that we hear in day in and day out, mm. they sound so simple. They sound so repeated. But I really believe it's because, you know, the uptake on it, as simple as it is, is, is not that great. Mm. You know, yeah, you're right. it doesn't mean just because it's simple, people are doing it. But it's mm. the same thing. If you right now are listening to this and, um, and once again, you feel like God is speaking to you about this, <laughs> that's because you haven't dealt with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can try and find another podcast because you're tired of hearing this. Do you know what? God is going to speak to you about the same thing. It's, it's true. funny because before, you know, before I gave my life to Christ, mm. um, or at least rededicated my life to Christ. Every time I went to church, there was only one message that I heard. <laughs> the guy was probably speaking about fasting, but all I heard was, come, come, come. <laughs> and up until I dealt with that, you know, so, so I believe that, you know, if God has put something into your heart, you've got to just, mm. you know, you've got to just follow that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, quickly. I think we've got about three, uh, three minutes. Amazing how, you know, how quickly time flies mm. on this show. Don't know why. Mm. Um, I want to speak about, I want to speak about healing. Mm-hmm. Um, there is obviously the praying and there is taking, you know, like going to a doctor and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, between homeopathy, you know, Chinese medicine, African medicine, where should we go? You know, where should we go as Christians and just, yeah. In three minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three minutes. Okay. Well, um, for all of these different, uh, uh, looks, uh, outlooks on, on health, they come from a specific worldview. And yes. if I look at, um, and so if I look at homeopathy, it comes from a worldview basically that says like cures light. Like, so if I was to give you castor oil when you were well, it, you, it would give you diarrhea. So therefore, if I give you castor oil when you're sick, it will cure you if you've got diarrhea. That's the kind of like the thinking behind it. So yes. homeopathy is contrary to normal uh, uh, conventional medicine but from a biblical perspective because I don't have time to go on into it here it relies on energy medicine energy vital life force concepts and so um, it's also contrary to a biblical worldview if you would like more you can um, pop me an email at info at proactivehealth.co.za I've hmm. got a lot of information on this info at proactivehealth.co.za um, so homeopathy no in short no it's contrary to biblical worldview next traditional Safe. Chinese medicine yeah. it also 
also it comes from a, a worldview that's contrary to a biblical worldview. It relies on life energy concepts, yin and yang, and chi, which is their uh, sort of energy force. And if you delve into it, it's contrary to mm. a biblical. If you want more information, you can email me. I'll be glad to send you the information. However, having said this, with a Chinese medicine and also African medicine, must remember that when we bring in the energy concepts, it's contrary to a biblical uh, view of medicine and healing. When we're just using the herbal preparations, that's different. That, that the, uh, our ants, you know, people used herbal preparations yes. hundreds of years ago, and that we can use, but we need to be careful that it's we not mixed in. Into. Yes, and it's the same with African traditional mm. medicine. The yeah. preparations themselves, like my mother-in-law would know, if you go to this tree and you drink this bath, yes. it'll help you with your stomach. That's yes. fine. But if I'm now going to a sangoma mm. and he's consulting various spirits and familiar spirits and what have sure. you, that then opens a door into the supernatural and into the demonic. Mm. So there's a fine line with all of these things. If it's herbal preparations, it's okay. But even with herbal preparations, there are cautions with that. Mm. So yeah, Shame. Tracy. You know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to bring <laughs> it. I want to bring you back, and we're going to talk about medicine. Because also, also, I want to know about things like like yoga yes. and like Reiki and yes. all that stuff. Sure. So, like, you know, what are the right things? Because a lot of Christians uh, um, are involved in this, and they see nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong or right mm. with it. You know the answers, but I want to know the answers before I do any mm. of these things. I think everything is fine as long as it doesn't override the Word of God. Yeah, mm. and I'd obviously like to hear where that is, mm. you know, in the Bible, what, what the we can is. do, what you can't do. I'm mm. a very, do this, sharp. Mm. Don't do this, sharp. I want to just hear it. Don't give me too many choices. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but Akaza, thank you so much. Thank you yeah. for coming thank in. You for You've got to get Cabello's book, I Ran For My Life. I promise you right now. Uh, you will be absolutely entertained and you'll be absolutely inspired. This guy has done so much. It literally feel, it'll probably feel like you've run a marathon, uh, just by sitting down. Uh, I ran for my life, Gabriel. And thank you also to Tracy, um, Tracy, uh, Tracy Nyamuda. Uh, give us that email address again, please. It's info at proactive health. One, one word. Proactive health. Proactive health. And so, yeah, I mean, like, we kind of, we've kind of come to the end of our show. And thank you so much to everybody who listened to, um, to, to the show last week, which is on the podcast just before this, which was called Pandemic Overcoming Pornography. I got a call, um, from one of the guys who was on. He said that, um, you know, from Clive Human and he's, uh, from Stop and he says that he has gotten over, you know, like over seven people have called him to ask for help. Mm. So, uh, we praise God. That's you good. Know, it's not us. It's really just all That's him. Good. And we love you all. And we'll see you guys next week. Very interesting one coming up next week. So, uh, so yeah, see you then. Bye. The Open Book on CliffCentral.com.